We keep the free agency preview rolling, this time the offensive skill position players. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome into the Tuesday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schuber back with you here once again on the show. Free agency preview week for 2023 continues here on the show. Got a big one for you. Running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. The offensive skill position players, the focus of today's show. So a lot of thoughts to get into. We've learned some more franchise tags that kind of move uh, the deck a little bit here for one position in particular. And so we will get into all of that over the course of the show. But before we do, I've got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online, who remain your number one source for all of your sports betting this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, BetOnline is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Just hand it over to their website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. You just got to make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. We will start with the running back position for today's show. And the reason why we will do that is because we've got a pretty good idea as to who is going to be available. Some franchise tags have already been given out. The deadline, 4 p.m. Eastern today. So depending on when you're listening to the show, it's either a little bit in the future or it's already happened and we have all of this information. But as of the recording of this show, we only know a couple of the franchise tags that have been given out, and two of them are in the running back position. There's a third one that I think we all anticipate to come out here pretty soon, and so that changes the deck a lot when it comes to the running back position. I think it's important. To, to set the stage in this regard. Tony Pollard already gotten the franchise tag from the Dallas Cowboys. His franchise tag salary for next season at the running back position, $10.09 million. Josh Jacobs of the Las Vegas Raiders also getting the franchise tag from uh, from his team, $10.09 million, his salary for the uh, 2023 season. So those are two of the big three names at the running back position when you looked at potential free agents. The third of that list, the third among that group, is somebody that I think everybody anticipates is going to get the tag and maybe has already gotten the tag by the time you hear this, that being Saquon Barkley of the New York Giants. The idea has always been that if they can get a long-term deal with Daniel Jones, they'll just franchise tag Saquon Barkley, gives them the most flexibility. But they want to get the Jones deal done first because if they don't get a deal done with Jones, then maybe they franchise tag Jones and then try to work out a long-term deal with Saquon Barkley. But the expectation, there's a lot of momentum trending in the direction of Daniel Jones being available and how funny it is later on in the day yesterday after we dropped the show, Geno Smith signs his deal, really leaving Jimmy G uh, and Daniel Jones as the best free agency options potentially available this offseason. So Saquon, more than likely going to be off the board via the franchise tag. We already know that Josh Jacobs and Tony Pollard are off the board when it comes to the franchise tag. Those are your big three. Those are your top tier, your A tier, your tier one guys that I think you would view at in that position. So who's left? Well, I think Miles Sanders and Kareem Hunt probably in that tier two bucket. I think you look at names, and I'll just read you a bunch of names here that I think stand out to me. You have Damian Harris, Alexander Madison, David Montgomery, Devin Singletary, Deontay Foreman, Jarek McKinnon, Ronald Jones, Jamal Williams. These are just some of the names that I think are going to be put in some combination of a Tier 3 and a Tier 4 bucket, depending on how you look at them. I mean, Jamal Williams, all those rushing touchdowns last season, certainly in line for a big payday. Alexander Madison had a very nice role as the number two there in Minnesota, and at times number one when uh, Dalvin Cook was hurt. David Montgomery... 
probably features pretty highly into what Chicago wants to do and could potentially find himself back there. I think it's important when handicapping his position and looking at, you know, where these guys might go, I think it's important to look at who really has running back as either a primary or secondary need. And so what do I do? I use the draft team needs over at thedraftnetwork.com to show what positions are of need for the teams. And scrolling through here, there aren't many teams that really have running back as a primary need. The Miami Dolphins have running back listed as a primary need. The Philadelphia Eagles have running back listed as a primary need. That's it. So in terms of a primary need, they feel it is very important for what they do. The Miami Dolphins uh, and the Philadelphia Eagles. That's it. That's why you're seeing B. John Robinson get mocked to the Philadelphia Eagles. It's why they're, you know, Jameer Gibbs in the back half of the first round. It's why all those names have come up. When you look at secondary needs, so teams that may be intrigued by the possibility of getting a player at that position. The Atlanta Falcons are listed. The Baltimore Ravens are listed. Carolina Panthers. Chicago Bears. We keep scrolling to see if there are any more names. The Las Vegas Raiders, although with Josh Jacobs back, you probably think that would drop off. The Los Angeles Chargers. The Los Angeles Rams are listed here as well. The New York Giants. Again, probably want a complimentary piece to Saquon Barkley, but if you get Saquon Barkley uh, under the franchise tag or under a contract, you probably feel pretty good about that being your long-term answer there. And then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are listed as a secondary need. So not a ton of teams listed. And again, supply, demand. It's basic economics. Are there a ton of teams that are going to be really interested in this group? I have no idea. I have no idea how this group is going to shake out. The top three names, the guys that could be the big movers, the guys that really could move the needle, the Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard's of the world, they're more than likely not going to hit free agency. In the case of two of them, we know for a fact they're not. Saquon is a little bit up in the air. So after that, you're looking at Miles Sanders and Kareem Hunt. Those feel like complementary pieces. Kareem Hunt was a complementary piece in Cleveland. Miles Sanders was a featured back at times in Philadelphia. So I think those are more in the bucket of if you're, if you're looking for a complementary piece, you're going to be looking at those guys. And then if you're looking for depth, I think you're going to fall into that bucket of going after a Rashad Penny, a Damian Harris. I mean, Rashad Penny at times looked very good for Seattle. The question there was health. The question was, could he, could he stay healthy over the course of the season? Jamal Williams is probably in line for a huge payday after the season that he had. Alexander Madison, we already mentioned him, kind of being the the 1A to Dalvin Cook there in Minnesota. A team might feel like that's a guy we want to give some carries to in their offense. So and so, it's going to depend on the appetite of those teams to shell out the dollars and what these guys are realistically going to ask for. Because again, with Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, and Tony Pollard more than likely off the board, right? You take those three names, you put them to the side. That pushes everybody else up a little bit in terms of where they stack free agency. Miles Sanders and Kareem Hunt, they're now your top options at the running back position. They're the top names um, available. Does that mean they they now get more because they're the only guys that are available? More than likely, yes. They probably get a little bit more than maybe they would have if Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, and Tony Pollard were all available in free agency. And then after that, a rising tide lifts all boats. It probably means a little bit more money for the David Montgomery's, Alexander Madison's, Rashad Penny's, and Jamal Williams's of the world. So I think this group is fascinating because you had that top-tier talent. You had those big-time names. Those names are now off the board. In terms, like Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, and Tony Pollard were all very good last season. Those names are off the board, and so filling in the gaps of where these guys are going to go for next season is going to be very, very fascinating. We switch gears to a position that I think has some intriguing names, but does not have the high-end talent that we've talked about either when it came to quarterback with Lamar Jackson potentially being a free agent or even with running back with the potential of Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, and Tony Pollard hitting free agency. Here are some of the names that are available. Michael Thomas, okay? There's there's age, injury, how much is left in the tank. There are questions here. Juju Smith-Schuster, 
okay, it was pretty good in Kansas City, but the expectation is that, you know, is a team going to want him to be their number one? Jacoby Myers, DJ Chark, Mikael Hardman, Sterling Shepard coming off of an injury, Al Lazard, Paris Campbell, Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry, Marvin Jones, Darius Slayton, Mac Collins. These are the names that are available at the wide receiver position. Now, are there some names that are very enticing? Yes. Alan Lazard is a very enticing name. Sterling Shepard is very enticing. If he can be healthy, he's an explosive playmaker. Those are enticing names. Paris Campbell might be an enticing name in a new system. There are some guys that are older with some question marks. Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas, I think, fits in that bucket. Juju, can you bet on the upside, right? He took a bet on himself, went to Kansas City. How did that work out for him? Is it going to lead to a big payday? There, It doesn't really feel like if you have wide receiver as a major need, if you are a team that you, is getting mocked a wide receiver, right? Houston, we've talked about getting mocked a wide receiver. Kansas City, we've talked about. They've got two free agent wide receivers, but they've been mentioned. The Giants have been mentioned. Uh, New England has been mentioned. A bunch of teams in mock drafts and in conversations, wide receiver has been mentioned as a need. It doesn't really feel like those teams... That there's this big, massive marquee free agent that feel like they these these teams are all going to be running towards at the wide receiver position. Are there complementary pieces to be had? Absolutely. I think DJ Chark can be a complementary piece for a team. I think Sterling Shepard can be a complementary piece for a team. Alan Lazard, Paris Campbell. I think these guys can carve out very nice roles as high-end wide receiver twos, wide receiver threes for specific teams. But if you're talking star, wide receiver one, be a team's number one threat, I don't know if that option necessarily exists. And so I think that's going to suppress the dollar amount that we see get thrown out at that position uh, for these wide receivers because they all are kind of clumped together in that, you know, middle wide back end wide receiver two, wide receiver three um, conversation, I think is where most of these guys fall. I think if you're looking at high upside wide receiver twos, you're looking at Juju Smith-Schuster, you're looking at a Sterling Shepard, maybe an Alan Lazard potentially as well. But though, that's it. Other than that, you're looking at back end wide receiver twos, mainly a lot of wide receiver threes in that bucket. So it's not a position that we can really dive deep into because I think a lot of the depth is more towards teams that are going to be filling out their roster, not necessarily looking for guys to get a ton, a ton, a ton of uh, snaps and targets and, and things like that. I think Juju's probably the biggest name of this group that I think we will all uh, be keeping an eye on. Now, the tight end position, kind of a similar bucket. I don't think there's a top-end guy. The top-end guy probably would have been Evan Ingram, but you know, he falls into that bucket of getting the franchise tag. Adam Schefter reported that he the Jags are expected to place the franchise tag on tight end Evan Ingram. $11.345 million is the salary for him next season. Set a career high in catches and receiving yards in his first season in Jacksonville. And man, he added um, just added a ton to that offense. They probably will get a long-term deal done. He won't necessarily sign the tag, but using the tag allows him to not hit free agency and gives them the opportunity to work out a long-term contract there. And so he's probably your biggest name uh, that would have been available. That's it. Not not on the board anymore. So now you're looking at Dalton, Schur- Dalton Schultz, Hayton Hurst, Mike Kosecki, Robert Tunyon. That's your group. That's your group of big-time names at that position that might make sense. Hayden Hurst had a very nice role for himself in Cincinnati, and I think a team, he might go back to Cincinnati. They got a lot they got to work on in terms of paying people this offseason, so maybe he's not prioritized and he goes someplace else. Dalton Schultz might be a name uh, that a, a team really thinks that if they bring him into their system and they give him all that that those reps, uh, th- that he could be a tight end one for them. Mike Kosecki just got off playing from the franchise tag from Miami. Don't think they'll tag him again for a second time because that obviously increases the salary. Does a team feel like they are a better fit for Mike than he was in Miami? Always felt like 
uh, the role that Mike wanted to have in Miami or, or the role that's probably best designed for Mike in Miami isn't exactly how he was going to be used. But this is a group that you've got some nice maybe uh, back in tight end one, tight end two potential. Austin Hooper, Irv Smith Jr., Jordan Aikens, O.J. Howard, and Drew Sample. I mean, these are the types of names that are going to be available. So when you look at this from an overall perspective from the position, Evan Ingram and Hayden Hurst are your top guys. Evan Ingram off the board. So now you're looking at Hayden Hurst is probably your best option. Some nice mid-tier options in Dalton Schultz, Mike Gusecki, Robert Tunyon uh, in that group. And then after that, you're probably looking at some depth options as well. Some guys that you, you fill out as tight end twos, uh, injury protections, things like that. Guys you just want to be in your system and be able to maybe have a role as a tight end too. But overall, while there are some intriguing names among these three positions, among the running backs, among the wide receivers, among the tight ends, doesn't it feel, after I've gone through all of this, that there aren't really a ton of marquee, massive names? I will tell you, a lot of the marquee, a lot of the big names are going to come later in this process. Some big names at linebacker, some big names at safety, um, I think some big names uh, at some the offensive line positions as well. Um, those are the positions that really stand out to me in terms of marquee big-time names that are going to hit free agency and get a lot of dollars. But if the, if you're a team that needs a wide receiver, a tight end, or a running back, uh, you're maybe may, mainly looking uh, at you know high-end depth pieces. I don't think you're looking at a guy that's going to absolutely solidify a major need. And so teams that have these as positions of need, I don't think it changes the way they view them when it comes to the draft. I think teams are still going to be looking at these wide receivers in the draft. They're still going to be looking at these tight ends in the draft. And so I, I think the, the Bijan, uh, Jameer Gibbs conversation for round one, I, I don't think it's going to necessarily go away just because a team goes out and signs one of these guys in free agency. I really don't. I think those those names will still be uh, a conversation starter. So there you go. My thoughts on these these uh, the the skill position players. Uh, at the offensive position, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. There are some names that intrigue me, right? I already mentioned that I think Jamal Williams and Rashad Penny are some intriguing names at the running back position. Uh, Alan Lazard, uh, Sterling Shepard, Paris Campbell intrigue me a lot at the wide receiver position. I'll be keeping an eye on what they get paid and where they go. And then at the tight end position, I think Hayden Hurst and Dalton Schultz are the two names that I'd be keeping an eye on very closely to see what their markets ultimately look like. Tomorrow, we look at the offensive tackles. We look at the interior offensive linemen, and there are some names there, uh, some high upside names that I think are going to get paid here in free agency so that will be a fun conversation to have and yes we are keeping an eye on the fact that Aaron Rodgers is talking to the Green Bay Packers don't worry he didn't think I'd get through the entire show without mentioning that if that does happen if that conversation does lead to an ultimate trade you know the drill we will get that into the show as well but free agency preview the backdrop for the entire week that is going to be the focus so tomorrow we wrap up the offensive side of things with the offensive tackles and the interior offensive linemen want to thank you for making this show a part of your day rating reviewing subscribing following along with us throughout the entire week want to thank bet online for their continued support of the podcast i hope everybody makes it a great rest of their tuesday i will talk to you all tomorrow